Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 16 of Psychotic and Iconic. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in tonight. If you can, please remember to share the link. Uh, thank you to everybody that subscribes to all of our platforms. Uh, tonight, I'm going to go over to Nick. And Nick, I want to know, tell the audience, who are you watching tonight? Rachel Cavalli. No cap over here, of course. Old, old faithful. <laughs> oh, hey. She's throwing that back. Nick's throwing it back. I was getting so, real freaky And out now here. we're going to pass it off to Mike, and we're going to get the show started. Damn, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, full of surprises. Yeah, I like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. Episode 16, we got a lot of heat tonight. A lot. We saved the best division for last. Maybe it's the worst division. The NFC East will be covered tonight. Uh, we'll be talking about fantasy football breakouts, busts, sleepers, value picks, bold predictions. We're going to cover a lot of stuff there. We're going to have a Thursday night football preview for the opening game of the season. That's the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We them boys. All right. And then we got some sports card stuff. And, of course, some quick hitters full of sports news. There is a lot of shit tonight. Please comment as much as possible. Give us your input. We encourage shit talking. We encourage you to give us title suggestions for the episode, if you have any, that come up on the fly. And one last reminder before we get going. So going forward, this is our first on our, on our normal, regular schedule right now, okay? Mondays and Thursdays. 8 p.m. every week, we will be live streaming our episodes. For the people who miss the live streams, they will be out the next day on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, okay? And the Facebook live stream will remain up. So there you go. All right? A lot of shit tonight. A lot of shit. And, man, we're right on the cusp of the football season. Phil, you know what to do. Let's go, baby. I can feel a turd brewing. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. <laughs> I'm done with tonight, dude. <laughs>
I'm being real. I'm being real, bro. <laughs> you gonna be all right? Well, I'm, I'm gonna a, be all right. Well, I'm gonna shit I, my if, pants if, on what? Episode 10? Shit. <laughs> What's that? If I walk off, you know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm not whacking my bag. I'm, I'm just, you know, dropping an anchor. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no hey, if it's, if it's holding you back, you know, we need you. We need you. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, man. Let's get straight to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, man. I'm ready to pod. Oh, man. Wow. So I guess that being said, we're going to start with fantasy football. All right. Why don't we go through some busts? All right. Let's talk about people who are going to disappoint us this year. Or the definition of bust in this case is going to be guys that get drafted too high and we believe they shouldn't be drafted that high. All right. That is what a bust is. I am going to pass it off to Mike first tonight. Mikey, get us started with your bust. Just go through the list first. Um, I want you guys to go through your list, and then we're going to cover some of the guys that stand out the most to us, okay? Okay. Because we got a lot of stuff tonight. All right, so number one on this list, it pains me to say it, but I have Miles Sanders. Uh, I have Joe Mixon, formerly known as Mark Mixon. Shout out, Mark. (laughs) Best commissioner in fantasy football history, no cat. Mark Mixon. And then number three, Tua. Damn. Well, you can give if you have more on your list, you can give it. Those Just, are the only three I had on there. Okay, all right, Nick. All right, so bus. I got Josh Jacobs, I got Mike Evans, and four. Or, or I'm sorry, number three, I got Miles Sanders as well. So and I you, think we're in agreement. Do you have any more than that, Nick, or no? Uh, I had uh, Kenny Galladay and Miles Gaskin as honorable mentions. Okay, but yeah, I'm with I'm, you on him too. I got, uh, a, I got a Galladay. list. I got a list here, but I'm not going to cover all of them. Okay. Josh Jacobs, I'm in agreement there. Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Trevor Lawrence, Melvin Gordon, Adam Thielen, Juju, and Evan Engram. All right. Pains me to say Will Fuller. Everyone knows he's my boy. I have hey, him like every you had a, you had like a whole stack of players. Damn. Oh man, disappointment, disappointment. I was well. Here's the thing, and my honorable mention was Chris Carson. But Ooh. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> See, my I lit up. You gotta say, wait a second. This guy's getting underdrafted to begin with. His perked up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, let's uh, let's cover. Why don't we talk about Josh Jacobs? Nick, tell me why you got Josh Jacobs there. I, I don't. He's a high-profile guy. He is, but like he he gets injured a lot, and uh, I know he had a case over the off season. So I don't know how that's gonna play that. Like you know, play out during the season. Um, I don't know. I just don't love his situation. I feel like the the Raiders don't do enough on offense. I don't like the quarterback situation, so I feel like they're going to stack the box. And I, I just – he's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, he, he gets a lot of, you know, yards after contact, which I like. He does score, but I, I, I'm off of him this year. There's, there's something about it. You know, I just don't feel comfortable selecting him this year. I'll tell you what I saw, and, I, and I, don't quote me on the exact stat. And they have okay. Kenyon Drake, too, as well. So, I mean, yeah. that does cut into his, you know, into his workload. So, that does play a factor as well. Yeah, I, they could be the ass twins. Yeah, exactly. I will never <laughs> understand for the life of me why they signed that guy. Josh Jacobs is a workhorse back. Yeah. And the proof, and this is the stat I was about to quote, which I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm pretty damn close, okay? When he does not receive 20 carries in his career, I believe he is averaging less than 10 fantasy points per game. I can attest to that. Yeah. I had him last year, and I, I loved him. I thought he was going to be an RB1. So in the, in that, there you go. that category. And it was just every week, it's a nagging injury with a hamstring, a foot, a toe, a hand. And I just, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with that. Because it's a shame. He's, he's really talented. He's a great player. Um, the Oakland, Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders 
their offensive line, they just traded everybody away, too. I mean, they lost three notable guys. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I'm a little worried myself. Uh, that's the biggest name on that list. Um, what are you guys going to want to go over next? Kenny Galladay was another one. He's too injury-prone for yep. me. He's too injury-prone, and if you're going to draft a guy that high, like he, you want him to be available. I mean, he's. T- t- I mean, don't get me wrong. The talent is there, and I'm sure you know the audience will agree with me there. Uh, but like I said, he just he's just never available to be in the top ten guys. You know, especially where he's getting drafted. I believe he's getting drafted in what the fourth, fifth round or something. I, I, to me, it's too high for a player that's not available. So that's where I'm at. So I, real fast on the bus category with that, I had in my bold predictions that Kenny Galladay wouldn't be a top 35 receiver oh wow and it's similar to that the O-line blows and I don't trust Jason Garrett and my thing is is Galladay thrives being a deep threat and I don't think Daniel Jones is going to have the time back there to get hit to let his route develop and you know what the injury thing just it this is that goes that goes without saying you guy I mean I love his talent if he didn't go to New York and into a better situation, let's say. I yeah. mean, even if he just had, I mean, if Matthew Stafford was still a quarterback, I would love him. He's I think awesome. he's a, an undisputed number one receiver in this league, but he keeps getting hurt, and the big breakout is not happening as a result. Um, but that's a crowded receiver room, too. They're four deep. Fair. That's another thing. <laughs> four deep. I'm normally four deep, so I can, I can, uh, I can figure that one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? He's there. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Settle down over there. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's a real shame. Oh, it's a man. real shame. I don't even know if he's going to suit up for week one. So I'm down on the Giants in general. We're going to talk about them later. But yeah, I've been saying that. I've been preaching to the choir with the Giants. Uh, what's another one you guys want to pick out? Miles Sanders to me as well. Um, he... I, I, Eagles are running back by committee. They've always they've been that way for the last couple of years, and they're still going to be that way. Uh, they, they you know they drafted Kenneth Gainwell. Um, he could be you know an X factor for the Eagles as well. I, I'm just I'm just off Miles Sanders. He, he like he he's just not a fantasy guy for me. Even even the last two years, like he, I just never he just doesn't have much appeal to me as and a fantasy player. He has all the tools to be a legit running back in the NFL. Yeah. He just, like, he doesn't get the opportunity to put it all together. Exactly right. And not for nothing, every time Boston Scott touches the ball, something something good happens. I'm, I love Boston Scott. I, me dude. too. I I've really do. This. I like him too, but I definitely think Kenny Gainwell is going to play over him, and he's going to play a lot. He's going to be in that Naeem Hines role. Um, that guy could be considered a sleeper right there. I wasn't going to mention that in my little piece there, but uh, Miles Sanders – it sucks. You can't, it's you can't you can't thrive in fantasy without touches and if he's only getting 15 which makes no sense to me um you know there you go but it's a new coaching staff so we'll have to see how he's utilized but i do imagine they are going to rotate backs a decent amount um i kind of like where he's going i'm not going to call him a bust because he's tending to go third round this is a guy who was selected like end of first round, early second round last year. I actually think he might be a decent value in the third round. So I didn't want to call him a bust, but I completely understand where you guys are coming from. Um, who else, guys? I, well, I mentioned Mike Evans. That's a pretty flashy name. Yeah, and I mentioned him because last year, I mean, look, he had 109 targets. He had 70, 70 catches, 1,006 yards, but he had you know 13 touchdowns. So he was finishing in, in the upper echelon of wide receivers, but that was only due to his, you know, his touchdown production. 
And do I see him getting 13 touchdowns this year? I don't. Probably not. You know, I see that probably going to maybe eight or nine, you know, so – and. And they're loaded. The Bucks are loaded. Let's call a spade a spade. You know, they got they got a lot of players. They got Godwin. They got A. B. They got Scotty Miller. I mean, and Brady, he 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 dishes the ball, you know, equally. And Evans ain't. Whoever's open, he's he's, he's hitting. He That's goes, it. He goes by matchup. It's matchup based. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean they pick apart whatever matchup's the best matchup. He'll throw it to the running back. He'll throw it to the tight end, you know, and then they have two other good wide receivers. I just think, you know, I I, I just think Mike Evans is probably the overall best receiver on that team, like as far as everything. Because I mean, not for nothing, his 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 stats are ridiculous. I mean, a thousand yards in his first like what six seven seasons in the NFL. That's 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 serious. That's not, that's not something yeah, to gloss he's over. Unbelievable. He's, he's just consistent. Not a Brady. He's, he's consistent as shit. Don't matter what like who's his quarterback. He's consistent. So, I mean, he's not a biggest... Brady receiver though. He's not the guy that goes in and out, weaves through traffic. That's just not. Well, uh, I mean, if I you, if you look that. at, I don't think it's that either. Because if I if, if I bring it back to the Randy Moss era of, of him just throwing it up, and you know, that's that's the kind of guy Mike Evans is. He's he stretches the field, you know. So like, but I, I'm just down on him this year. I just don't I don't see the same production. Um, his targets might go up, but I, I don't I don't think the touchdowns will will uh, will be more. So more I mean, left. same in terms of fantasy football i think he will be drafted too high that's yes. exactly it yeah yeah i mean so he's he gonna probably be a go for me. third right. fourth round when he should be going i don't know late fourth fifth right so uh I, I have one more i want to touch on before we move on i i said adam thielen and that should catch some eyes i mean because he's been top 10 for a number of years in fantasy and he was last year too um but he's been heavily touchdown dependent especially last year i don't have the percentage in front of me but there's no way in hell he's going to repeat last year. And if he does, God bless him. I love his story and his talent. But I think that it's pretty clear that Justin Jefferson is the lead receiver there. And I I just see touchdown regression. I just don't see how he can keep repeating this. Yeah, I mean, he, had 14, awesome, he had 14 touchdowns yeah. last year. That's a lot of touchdowns. So he but. finished top 10 again as a result. Yeah. But I just, I just don't see it. There's, there's a lot of good players on that team, too. So right. let's move on to... Um, some breakouts, guys. Let's talk about breakouts. And, Nick, I'm going to pass it to you first. All right. Well, well my number one is Damian Harris. Uh, number two is Brandon Ayuk. And number three is Jerry Judy. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm high on them players this year. So, I'm looking forward to their, to their you know, sophomore seasons. Mikey? I have Brandon Ayuk, Gus Edwards, and Darnell Mooney. Okay. <clears throat> and then I have Devontae Smith. Damian Harris, love that one too. Um, I put Clyde Edwards Hilaire because I don't really think that you can't you can't really call him a breakout last year just because he was drafted in the first round. He had a kind of a disappointing year. Okay. I put Javante Williams in there and Kyle Pitts as well. All right. Let's break down Damian Harris, though. That's a great one to start with. Nick, go ahead. I'll be honest. I, I love Damian Harris. Like when I watched him last year, he didn't hesitate when he, you know, when he was running the football. He was hitting the holes with explosiveness um i know go ahead pause it's it's, it's go ahead go ahead come on get it out now get it out now come on let's go get it out go ahead come on giggle no no but i i i really like him i think he's got potential to be the top 15 uh ppr back this year well look despite his receiving ability and in, in, in the past year i still like him to be a top 15 back i love that Mac Jones is the quarterback now because it reminds me of the old Patriots uh, offense 
run, run, and then, you know, play action and tight ends. And they don't have the best receiver. So that's why they got two tight ends, you know, for this year. And I, I, I just I just love what they did on the offensive line, too, as well. I think I think they'll be fine. The Trent Brown trade. Yes. That was big. That was major for them. And he's he's familiar with the system. So I, I love Damian Harris. He, I'm all over him. I'm right there with you. I actually had him listed as one of my value picks because I can't <clears throat> seem to understand for the life of me, even even though he doesn't catch passes, I can't understand why he's going so low, especially given that without Cam Newton there, look at all those goal line carries that, that just opened up. There was a lot of rushing touchdowns uh, left on the field there. Yeah. Um, now that Cam Newton's gone, I mean, what do you have, like eight or something? I don't even remember the stat. He might have had double digit. I think it was double digits. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, who's gonna who's gonna? Oh yeah, there he, he had he had twelve rushing touchdowns. Sorry, I should have just looked down in my notes. Um, seven of which were only one or two yards out. Someone's got to put that in the end zone. It's gonna be Damian Harris. Yeah. That's who it's gonna be. It's coming. <laughs> so I mean, besides the fact he's just really good. As yeah. soon as they started feeding the ball, hundred yards. I mean, I can remember he had like three hundred yard games at the end of the season. Feed the man. He gets five Look, yards of carry. Put the too. camera on Mike. Mike. All right. Feed him. Feed him. He's hungry. He's hungry. All right. So who else? Did we say so? Mike, give me one of your guys real quick. One of your uh, breakouts. I like Gus Edwards, and I liked him even before uh, J.K. Dobbins went down. Even though I love J.K. Dobbins this year. He's posted at least seven hundred yards and averaged at least five yards a carry in each of his first three seasons. And I feel like now it's going to be his time to get really, like, the 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 bulk of those carries. He's going to be getting them all. I mean, I know they worked out uh, Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman today, but they both stink. Yeah, I mean, they're they're not going to be more than a chase, change of pace. Guy yeah, but I think, I think Gus Edwards is primed to have a big year. I had him last year, and he did okay. He's averaging yeah. five yards per carry the last two years, I believe. But, I mean, obviously in a supportive role, but the guy definitely yeah. can handle more work, I think. So that average might come down, but we'll see. Um, but I have, I, I mentioned, I got, I, I just said like Melvin Gordon's one of my buffs and it's not because I don't like him, but I think that Javante Williams, who is the breakout that I'm about to talk about is the real deal. And I think he's actually going to play right away. I think it's going to be a near 50, 50 split right down the middle to start the season. One person I love too, for breakouts is Darnell Mooney. Yeah. He's, he's got the burners. He was second in targets, receptions, receiving yards and touchdowns last year. And they lost Anthony Miller. I think once Justin Fields gets in there, probably by halftime, that's going to be – I think he's going to be really good. <laughs> Maybe the second second <laughs> yeah. drive. <laughs> yeah. Because he made that promise to Andy Dalton. Yeah. QB1. He made that promise. You get the opening drive of the season, and you're out. Yep. You're Q out of there. QB1. God bless. With my job on the line, he's I'm not trash. putting Andy Dalton there. He's fucking trash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean – Kyle Pitts, I mentioned, I'm just going to say he's the real deal, guys. I'm not going to go go in-depth about that. And CEH, post-hype sleeper, really. I mean, this is going to probably be the best offense in the league. He can catch passes. Uh, when they did feed him the ball earlier in the season, he was great. But then he got hurt, and then he got phased out a little bit towards the end of the season going into the playoffs. So I think, I mean, this is a guy who went in the first <coughs> round, early first round last year in drafts. I got him in one of my drafts in the third round. I think that's a massive value. And he's good. So, we'll see. Are you worried about his ankle injury? No, he's, I just saw that he's going to play week one. He's playing? I mean, do I love that he has an ankle injury? No. Right. I mean, obviously, nobody loves that. So. Yeah. I mean, but he and Daryl Williams both have an ankle injury. 
Um, but the reports out of camp, though, they said they were going to use him more in the passing game this year, which they realized, like, I mean, they were feeding him at one point. They definitely need to get him more involved. So I think they will, and the offensive line's a lot better this year. So facts. <laughs> so let's go on to sleepers guys um i forget who i started with last segment so i'm gonna go to you nick give me your sleepers um yeah give me your sleepers let's hear it i Don't got put me to uh, sleep though i got antonio gibson i got antonio brown raheem moster Corey davis and mike williams no cap <laughs> <laughs> I have Corey Davis, Jacoby Myers, and Jerry Judy. Okay. And I got a, I got a pretty long list. I'm just going to throw out names, people to target, okay? Trey Sermon, A.J. Dillon, Tevin Coleman, Corey Davis, Marquez Calloway, Antonio Brown, Elijah Moore, Ryan Fitzmagic, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields. All right? <clears throat> Who do we want to break down? Corey Davis is one I heard. I think all three of us had him. So let's start yeah. there. I think, I think Zach Wilson is going to have a good year. I'm a believer in Zach Wilson. Um, and Corey Davis was good last year. So, I mean, I think he's going to build off of that. I think he's the undisputed wide receiver one there. Yeah. And I just look, I just think he's going to have a good year. I think he's going to be a target monster. That's what I mean. And they're yes. going to be throwing a lot. Yeah. That's why, I mean, I got Elijah Moore there, too. This is – so two Jets guys make the list. Oh, my God. What is going on with the world? I um, mean, I don't know if I actually really – solely believe in zach wilson i mean he's had a good preseason but he's made some throws to Corey davis that made me like him <laughs> in the preseason yeah. so that's exactly why I he have throws him. darts yeah he has Look, a, he has a rocket arm he's gonna have his growing pains it's yeah. more just like this team's gonna be thrown a lot i think and they happen to have two really good wide receivers right there and jameson crowder's out uh, due to covid week one so opportunities there i mean elijah moore this is one of the most productive college players in recent memory <clears throat> and A.J. Brown said he should be on your Rookie of the Year watch. He said he's better than, than A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown said that himself. He said he would bet game checks yeah. that he wins Rookie of the Year. So, I mean, I hear that. I'm like, damn, That's well, A.J. Brown's pretty fucking good. That's cat. Elijah Moore's good. He's, he's small, but... Yeah, but you got to remember, his success... Mike's smiling. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, let it out, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just get stared at every time. Giggles. Giggles. <laughs> he, he, gave me, he gave me the face. Giggle. Giggle. <laughs> Go ahead, get out your giggles. <laughs> get out your giggles. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, but yeah, no, Corey Davis had 92 targets last year. Um, I do like Zach Wilson as, like, his, his arm strength, but... We'll see. You know what I mean. I but I, like based on preseason, he was he was slinging that thing. <laughs> I was like, damn. He, he made felt, a couple of throws, dude. Like from on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. On the opposite side of the hash mark, and it was just like, holy shit. Yeah. And Corey Davis, he like he can get open. So, I'm 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 high on him this year. So, what about Trey Sermon? I didn't hear you guys say his name. I have him there because. Raheem Mostert gets hurt, and he's very talented. Don't get me wrong. I love Raheem Mostert. Well, he's, he's my sleeper. Yeah, I mean, they're both, I think they're both kind of going late because no one really knows how the rotation's going to shake out. I think they're both going to play a ton. This is a system that supports multiple backs and always has. I think they're go both going to play a ton. I think Mostert's gonna is, is going to uh, be RB1 yeah in that in that yeah group. i mean he should be yeah he should be he's really good he he's just can't stay on the so field good dude he's so fast uh, and i think everyone forgets that here they're like trey sermon trey sermon i'm only saying this because of where they're going in the draft i think that you potentially could have something there this is the same reason why i mentioned aj Dillon. i think that uh jamal williams had like 
150 carries last year, someone's going to get the work. Yeah. And this is this is with me saying I already have Aaron Jones, my number seven back, and I think he's a stud. But A.J. Dillon's going to get some carries too. I'm just saying. No, well, they system. all do. I mean, every system. handcuff gets, you know, carried. But that's a lot of carries, though. That 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 offense right there is another offense where they support multiple backs. I think it just kind of went under the radar. Because you got to understand, when teams pay their running backs, they kind of want to preserve them for the life of the contract. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're not going to run them to the ground in the first year or two. Right. That's why they have the backups. That's why they drafted Trey Sermons and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Niners, you know, drafted him because Mostert's uh, – Injury history. He's a beast, man. So, yeah. I mean, Mostert, if he stays healthy, he he's top 10. He carried fantasy. them to the I, Super I don't Bowl. Care. He's a top 10 fantasy back when healthy. I don't care. He is. You're not wrong. He is. You're not. And I'll stand on that hill. I don't give a fuck. I had him last year. I'm not he gonna, was awesome. He I'm was not going to fight you on he that hill. He was fucking good last what year. What week did he get injured last year? Was it early on? It was like, yeah, it was early. And then he, and then he came back and then he got hurt again. And, then, and the offensive line's healthy and good. Yeah. So... Um, another one I want to pinpoint. I just noticed I had a third jet on my list. Tevin Coleman's starting, guys. I mean, Michael Carter has some appeal to me. But I like Michael Carter. Tevin Coleman's actually starting and literally went undrafted in one of my drafts and went in the last two rounds in a 12-team draft I just did. <laughs> and this is a starting running back. I don't know any starting running backs that go that late. This is your sleeper? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> if man, you have to fill I'm out, a, uh, nah, listen, no, we ain't I doing this, bro. We, we ain't brother, doing this, bro. Brother, we ain't mentioning Tevin Coleman on listen, this fucking podcast. If dog. you need a starting, our views are going down. Listen, this does not mean I'm vouching for him as a player. I think his days are pretty uh, yeah, gone. Yeah, he's he's gone, bro. But the fact that he's starting over a couple of backs that probably are better needs to mean something. I'm just saying, end yeah, of the draft, means they're not looking, ready yet. You're looking for a backup running back. There's one who's actually starting. I don't think people realize he's starting. I swear to God. I, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, he I, I thought, I thought Michael Coleman. Carter should be starting, and he's not. Um, one other, though. Marquez Callaway, the undisputed number one receiver in New Orleans until Michael Thomas come ba- comes back. And, and this is a system that has always favored the first receiver. Always. Sean Payton's going to target the hell out of this guy. Um, will it last the whole season? I don't know. I don't know if the preseason version was the real deal or not but still something to monitor and he's going late so i'm willing to take a flyer on him why not right anyone else you want to touch on i was saving antonio brown for a reason nah i mean we're good i mean actually i wanted to ask you guys one question do you have like a ride or die this year like who would be your ride or die guy like no matter where he is in the draft if you have one guy that you want to make sure is on all your teams, <laughs> that's maybe less than obvious. Do you have one like off the top of your head? I do, I do. They, I could. I'm not saying that before my draft. I don't care. Like, like they can know about it. I don't give a fuck. I don't cap. Everyone here. knows mine. I don't cap. I, I, I'm, I'm honest. I'm very. Public. It's Damian Harris. I want Damian Harris on all my fucking leagues. I don't give a fuck. Come get him, bitch, because I'm getting him. <laughs> you better be ready, yo, because I'm coming equipped. <laughs> That's real shit. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm gonna say right now, everyone should probably expect this out of me. Nick Chubb is my guy. I thought you were going to say Chris Carson. No, but he is my other guy. But I'm just saying, like, my ride or die, I don't care where he's going. Like, as long as he's in, if, if I have a top five pick, I'm taking Nick Chubb, fit, uh, you know, fourth or fifth. I, I would consider him fourth, but I'm not going to take him fourth. But if he's there, pick five. I know a lot of people that I just gave advice to, and they're like, who should I take a pick five? I'm like, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. 
It's a bit about you okay. playing in the toilet bowl, dog. <laughs> 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 I just got that, dude. I did too. <laughs> Taken aback a little bit. No cap. <laughs> listen. <here>. Listen. <laughs> this man, I'm tired of this the disrespect. This might be the best back in the league. And he's going to show you this year. He missed a month. I love Nick Chubb, but dog. If I had number five, I'm not going Nick Chubb, I don't think. Didn't you have him ranked? You I did. I actually, I, I had he's him. He's just fit. not number five overall for you. Yes. He is for me. Right. I'm talking like value wise. He's, oh, not, yeah. he's not number five for me. Listen, I, I saw some people, some people came to me and said, he made it past the top 10 picks. I'm like, huh? I want to be in your league. <laughs> yeah, Excuse well, yeah, me? Yeah. I know one person who just came to me and said, Dylan. This is like a, yeah, yo. He went 18. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yo. Yeah, he sent me a picture of it. Yeah. I started laughing. I'm like. That's crazy. You got Nick Chubb in, uh, in the second round, 18th overall. I need a spot in that league. Yo, one of my friends just told me, like, it, it, it's a dynasty league, so they're allowed to trade picks. He had picks uh, 5, 10, and 11, okay? He traded, like, mid-round picks to make it happen. He takes Devontae Adams' fifth, where I was like, all right, I can, I can deal with that. It's a PPR league. Uh, but 10 and 11, he got Chubb and Jonathan Taylor at 10 and 11. That's not bad then. People, are you sleeping? What the fuck? <laughs> How are they going that late in the first round? <laughs> I said, let me get a spot in your league right away. He's like, this is a 12-team league. Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on. Mike, you can hold your ride or die. We'll wait till like uh, Thursday, right? I'm extremely competitive, dude. Oh, dude and I've you, never, I'm you not mention it? No, because oh, I've never made the playoffs crazy. in Mark's league, dude, and I refuse <laughs> to give away any info. It makes it that much better when you do make it. So real quick, like, yo, guys, I told you guys all my information. I still made the playoffs. All right, I don't give a fuck. I'll say it right now. I got him in the second round in my other league, yep. and I'm getting him. I'll, I'll get him Wednesday night, 9 o'clock at my house. James Robinson. Damn. Well, that's a good way to lead off uh, value picks. Let's just run down value picks no real cap. quick. All right. <laughs> if you guys want to add, like, yo, give me three value picks. And if you want to give me one point about each one, do it. Ready, Nick, you go. Value, Value picks. picks uh, just like Powder said, James Robinson in the third round. I think he's got RB1 potential, uh -huh. top 10 potential. Yep. Um, I'm going to say the, the second one is Logan Thomas in the seventh round. Um, I think he's I mean, he could be a top five, uh, top five tight end this year. I love uh, Fitzpatrick throwing him the ball. And Robert Anderson in round eight. Love I think it. that's a serious value pick because I think he's got uh, big play potential and the targets are, are going to be there. Everyone forgets what he did last there. year. And Donald's there. So that's Mike. Uh, Zach Ertz, I don't really know what to make of that tight end situation, but he seems to be happy that he's in Philly. He could be a steal of somebody's draft. They could have two top 10 tight ends. Yeah, I don't really. I, I wouldn't go that far. But I would. I'm with whoa, Zach whoa, Ertz. Whoa. I say they could. Whoa, two, two top 10 <laughs> tight ends? Why can't they? We ain't doing this, bro. Okay. Yo, <laughs> New England could, too. New England could, too. New England this is tight end we're talking about. No, New England ain't going to do that, though. That's the thing. We'll see. Number two, I got Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Because I think that he could thrive with Frank Wright in that system, and he has the weapons, and I don't believe that all his talent vanished. I don't believe he's the same guy from 2000-whatever, 17. He's been going undrafted. Yeah. He was undrafted on Wednesday. I'm all for that. And Go ahead. Joe Burrow. Because okay. I think you can get him late, and I think he has a ton of skill players around him. I think you can get him at a bargain price. and Could be a stat compiler. Yeah, I'm scared to death of his knee and that offensive line, but it's a value pick that you could get late. He could be a steal. So I also had James Robinson, top five in running back fantasy points per game last year. This I'm is getting guy Wednesday, who, no cat. Who could very well finish top ten, okay? Mike had him in his top ten. Scream at me. I had him in all four leagues last year. All right, Matthew Stafford. 
Rams were fifth in passing yards in the NFL since McVay took over in 2017. The last two seasons, Stafford is top 10 in fantasy points per attempt, pass yards per attempt, and passing touchdown rate. Look out for Matthew Stafford. That's going to be a passing-friendly offense, okay? Brandon Ayuk, you guys have mentioned, wide receiver 15 in fantasy points per game with eight targets per game from week three on last year. He's legit, okay? He's legit. And then I, I made a quick note here. This doesn't mean I, I want to stand by this too much, but Jamar Chase, since 2009, five of six wide receivers taken top five in the NFL draft were top 30 wide receivers as rookies. Just pointing that out because he's very talented. Yeah, but he better be wearing stickum. Yeah, not just because <laughs> he I can't catch a lick. No, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I thought that Mike was going to say it, but yo, yo Godfarf. Let's no go cat. through our bowl no predictions. Cat. Let's try to keep this at a, at a few minutes here. Um, I'm going to re-mention ones that we might have. Like guys, if you have ones from previous episodes you just mentioned, go for it. But if there's any new ones and you want to break down two or three each, feel free. Bowl predictions, Mike. How'd he go? Uh, I have Robbie Anderson. I think he could push into the top 10 finisher wide receivers this year. Um, he ranked fifth in 2020 with 101 first read targets. Another year with Joe Brady, and now he gets Sam Darnold. Uh, I think he has the potential to be a, a stud. And then I have Miles Gaskin. Uh, he, I think he's going to finish in the top 12 uh, running back range. Nice. Last year, starting in week three, he was number seven among all backs with a 33% share of his team's opportunities which is carries plus targets. He's a value pick too, Mike. And I he got him mad late in my life. He doesn't game. have much competition in the backfield either, and with Tua, he could lean on him. And that's your that was your last Those one, are my right? two, yeah. Okay. Nick? I got Go Coop, ahead. Cooper Cup finishes as a top five wide receiver. Oh, I love it. You son of a gun. You took my thunder. Go I ahead. Honestly, I, I love Cooper Cup. Um, he gets a ton of targets. And now they have Stafford instead of Goff. I love him this year. They have a plethora of weapons. He he plays a slot role. He's awesome. Can I add I to that him. point? Because I'm going to mention, Cup. I'll mention my, I, I actually was going to say Cooper Cup and Robert Woods will be top 15 receivers. But Cooper Cup specifically, I guess he getting into the back end of the top 10. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Over the past two seasons when throwing to the slot, Matthew Stafford ranks eighth in pass rating and ninth in yards per attempt. Matthew Stafford was also on target with 80, 88% of his passes thrown under 10 yards last season. Lastly, Cooper Cup, target monster, 11th among wide receivers and targets per game last season, tied for 8th in red zone target share. Stud. He's I get awesome. him every year. <laughs> I, I get him every year. My He's little fired, Cooper Cup, though. as Matthew Barry would say. I love Cooper Cup. Love that one, Nick. Continue on with your list. Sorry about that. Um, and I have Antonio Gibson will outscore Saquon Barkley this year. Ooh. No cap. That's and I have Joe Burrow will, will have more passing yards than Lamar Jackson. So that's where my uh, – That's a, I mean, that's significant too. And I, and I already said Damian Harris was going to finish as a top 15 uh, running yeah, back. Like any, year, so. I mean, if you guys remember any, uh, any just points from previous shows, like I definitely had mentioned some of mine in our rankings shows. I will bring it up in a second. But if you remember any right now, speak it or forever hold your I peace. I just feel like this year is going to be really, really weird. I feel like we're going to see a lot of weird shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like players you don't expect to break out are going to go crazy. And all the big names. Got an extra game this away. season, too. So, <clears throat> Yeah. But here's my list, okay? Jalen Hurts, top 10 quarterback. I already said that. You guys thought I was crazy. I ESPN, still think you're crazy. Still think ESPN you're crazy. agrees with me. He's 10th on the <laughs> rankings, okay? QB 9, 23 fantasy points per game in four games last season. 
11.5 carries per game with 60 plus rush yards or rushing TD in all four games. And he had the second most rushing yards in his first four games. Uh, most in NFL, second most in NFL history behind only Lamar Jackson. He's a stack compiler. Doesn't mean I think he's going to be great. <laughs> You're okay? dog. No, I'm not. I'm all about the numbers, brother. All right. Nick Chubb, top five running back. I already said that. Chris Carson, top 10 running back. Already said that. I said A.J. Brown and Julio Jones will both be top 10 receivers. All right. I said Keenan Allen will be a top five receiver. I guess I must be going fucking crazy. I got a long list, right? Okay. Antonio Brown. This is what I was saving up for right here. Well, I did say, by the way, I said Tyler Higby will be a top 10 tight end. Okay. Antonio Brown. I say all three Bucks receivers will be in the top 25. And I think that Antonio Brown can actually lead the group. I'm not going to outright say he will because that passing offense is going to be nuts. But I'm just saying, for the value, you could get him four or five rounds later than the other two, maybe even six. And he could lead the group. Here's why. Without any offseason or preseason reps with the Bucks last year, A.B. stepped in, averaged a 20.3% target share in eight games last season. That's higher than Godwin and almost equal to Evans. He was also targeted on 18.9% of his snaps played, which ranks the fifth highest among all offensive skill players in the NFL. Holy shit, right? That's fucking wild. Fifth highest. From week nine through the Super Bowl, most receptions and second on targets on his team. The team used three to four wide receiver sets 70% of their snaps. From week nine through week 17, A.B. tied for 24th in per-game point-per-reception scoring among receivers. Comparatively, Mike Evans was 10th, Godwin was 19th, and lastly, final four games of 2020, A.B. averaged 20.1 points per game. Come on, you got him in the top 25? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to tell you right now. I think he's going to be the shit. He may finish... First among Bucks receivers. Oh, you love AB, bro. You were yo, you were digging in the crates, uh, <laughs> brother. I see him going You're like fucking. Him, huh? I can't believe <laughs> how late he's going. I can't believe it. This is the guy who was the oh undisputed number one receiver in fantasy for a long I time. You, <laughs> I love you, dude. I'm your stat guy. <laughs> you are. That's bro. a long list, but listen, that's a bold prediction. All three of them top twenty-five. There's a lot of good receivers this year. So Three that's of them it. just happened to be on the Bucks. Yeah. So that's it for our fantasy football preview of the 2021 season. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed our content. Be sure to revisit our previous episodes. Nick, you want to give us a notification bell reminder? Yeah. So for everybody <laughs> listening out there, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Also, give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And for everybody that's listening out there right now on the live stream, if you could please share uh, this live right now, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. It was great. Very robotic. I love your voice. <laughs> it is. What? We said what? Huh? <laughs> Sorry. Move on. Oh, fam. Oh, fam. Phil, you got the affection you were needing. I mean, I was I, I listened closely to what he said before the show. I need affection. That's real shit, dog. I'm here for I'm it. Not I'm, gonna I'm, gonna I'm not gonna compliment my boy. I'm not gonna cap. <laughs>
move on, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's just move on before we get off topic because we start talking about affection over here. <laughs> we got a fucking sports podcast we're running. NFC East! Last but not least, well, maybe they are the least, but this will be the most fun to talk about. All right, let's get right to it. Washington football team, division champions last year. The Washington football team, worst name in football. All right. Storylines, Fitz Magic, can he solve the QB woes? Gibson and McLaurin, are they going to ascend into elite territory? Because they're really good players. They signed Curtis Samuel. Can Logan Thomas keep this up? The offensive line may have some concerns, especially on the outside, all right? They have one of the top defenses in the league, if not the top defense, and you got a healthy Ron Rivera uh, who beat cancer last year, and he's a hell of a coach. So where to begin? What do you guys want to start with? Maybe this defense. This defense is fucking nasty. Let's ask the audience. Go ahead. Audience, who do you guys have winning the NFC East? We want to hear your comments below. Please. So, yeah. Please so, do. And we'll get started and then, you, you know. Maybe we'll, we can keep we'll it Cali here. Yeah. We want to hear it, though. So we're breaking down Washington? Yeah, their defense. Let's start with the defense because they're fucking nasty. They're top five and that's just the bottom line. They're, they're, they're loaded on, on defense. You might be selling them short. They might be in the three. They might be top three. I'm just saying top five. I mean, top five is still fucking good. Yeah, Yeah. that's real. I mean, I mean, you got the Bucks. You got got, there's other defenses out there. The Ravens. So they might have one of the best front sevens in the entire league. Maybe one of the best defensive lines. I mean, they're just loaded. Mm -hmm. They're loaded. They're coached by a defensive mind. Mm -hmm. I expect it'll be the same this year, right? Mm -hmm. You guys feel the same? I do. They could be better. Again, it's all it's all about off season. Like last year, they had no off season to do this. And Chase Young could be the defensive player of the year. Yeah, that's how good he is. I hate saying it. I'll be He's honest a with you. I'll be honest with you. I don't care who's quarterback in this team. <laughs> I don't. It could be Fitz, it could be Fitzpatrick or it could be Heineke. Well, I feel pretty good about either or. Well, listen. I think I know where we're going with 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 our picks tonight. I'm not going to say what, what. No, that's not true. I'm not going to say what. But I just want to remind you guys before we get too deep into it, we will discuss our division winners, and any other playoff teams in this division after we talk about all four teams. I should have clarified that in the beginning. I just wanted to say that just in case something slipped out, okay? Anyway, I think we got to talk about the offense because obviously that's a bigger question mark of the two. Is Fitzmagic the guy? Is he going to do it? Is he the guy long-term? No, but is he the guy this year? Yeah, no. he is. Is he a good enough guy <clears throat> this year? I think so. He went last year with the Dolphins. They were 6-2. and two. And I think he's got a better team with Washington this year. They won 10 games overall with him last year, I believe. Wasn't it? Well, he was playing reliever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It was working. So he accounted for... The weirdest thing. <laughs> he accounted for uh, something in all 10 of their wins, but specifically led them to 6-2. and two. Yeah. I think he's good enough, too, Nick. I do. It's weird, too. You know what's funny about him is that, like, if they're down by, like, three points and they have the ball with two minutes left, I feel like they're going to score because he has that clutch genius. He's magical. He is. Fits it's magic. It's really crazy. I mean, I've always rooted for this guy. He's a gamer. He is. And he's good, too. I mean, this is another guy. He could be a value pick. Uh, he's going undrafted in fantasy. I mentioned him. Well, rightfully so. I don't think he's a draftable quarterback. Yeah, but, like, but, he's I, been, I just... but when he starts, he's averaging right around top 10 in fantasy points per game. So that's a fair note. I mean, last year included. 
I believe he was actually number 10 in fantasy points per game in his starts. If not, he was 11. He was yeah, right I'm there. not really a Fitzpatrick guy. I think he's an awesome dude. I would love to play for him. Like, I feel like his team rallies around him, but I'm out on him, like, being anything special to be sorry honest. to hear that man yeah bro i just i don't I really am he's dude. been on 400 teams so what there's a reason so what there's a reason they should, what's the reason you think he's ass? Let him you think he's, ass? he's more ass than good uh, no. oh. i don't think so bro i think you wild on yeah, that i think you wild disrespectful then why bro? hasn't he been You're on a consistent team magic he i'm tossing and turning too why? he's better than Tua. he could be actually leading the dolphins but the Dolphins drafted him. And, I can't and understand. Back. I don't know why they took him out last I, it's year. It's dumb. That was the they best he's cooking. played since his probably his rookie season. Exactly. And now he playoffs. has a good team around him. I think he's going to be really good. Look, he he takes chances. He's a gunslinger. That's what he does. But he's able to do that with this team because of their defense. I don't know, And if bro. they could score 24 points a game, <laughs> look out. Look the fuck out. That's, That's a scary. lot. Though. Can he do? Can he produce that over a 17-game season? No, I don't believe he well, can. My concern well, is that— We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Well, A, like he's sometimes been a we'll roller coaster. We'll see what's coaster. about to happen next, okay? He's not always— <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not always been a, like a consistent player, let's put it that way. But also, I don't know if he'll be able to stay healthy all, all 17 games, and the offensive line is a concern for me. Like after Brandon Scherf— I am not too fond of this line. I mean, I think Chase Roulier is good at center, but um, the tackles concern me a little bit. That might be the one thing that concerns me about this offense because if you can't keep him healthy, well, I don't think that Taylor Heineke is going to be able to give you more than a few games. And I, I like what he did in that playoff game. But, I mean, like I said, like this is a, a wide-open division. You can't afford to lose games. Um, so there's that. Their schedule is hard as fuck, too. Their schedule is difficult. <laughs> They're fucking brutal. But Antonio Gibson, we all have said, like, he could be a top 10 back in fantasy. He's the real deal, right? We all agree on that. Uh, yeah, I like Gibson a lot. I think he's really good, man. I and really I, do. I mean, I think Scary Terry McLaurin, Terry. Yeah, yeah, he's the same thing. Easy. Scary fucking. Scary I mean, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I love scary fucking. And they added Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel's and good, man. Your boy Logan. Yeah, Logan Thomas. They have so the potential to be really the good. They got skill talent. So it's about it's about the offensive line and can Vince Magic do They're it? Gonna be good for long enough. We'll see. They're like, gonna be just good, like you said. We'll see. They got a tough schedule, but they're gonna be. It's kind of you fight, know what right? it feels like. If to they're me? not good, it's because of Fitzpatrick. Maybe. It kind of but feels if like they're good, it's not only because of Fitzpatrick. It feels so similar to the Steelers to me. It's like they have a capable quarterback. They have amazing skill talent. Oh no! What? what? <laughs> it feels similar they both have top five defenses undisputed right they both have a hard schedule they both have capable quarterbacks at this stage ben roethlisberger and <laughs> fitzpatrick are not i did i say that they're in the same fucking ballpark saying they're capable they're yes because big ben was not good last year would I rather have Big Ben than Fitzmagic? Of course. Come okay, on, Mike. I hope it's so. context all here. Right, okay, all right, all right. Bro, it's context. Just saying. They were both kind of, I mean, honestly, the better player last year was Fitzmagic. He played better last year. He got benched for Tua, and Ben Roethlisberger was 12-4. and four. It was not justified. Nah, Mike. Mike ben was not tripping, good. Bro. You tripping, dude. <laughs> Big ben, ben had, ben a, better had year. a bad year last year. Who? He won 12. I take Ben 11 times out of 10 over, over Fitzmagic. That's unquestionable. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was just saying, was you have... Broke. Listen, context is key. I just said you got two top five defenses, you got skill position talent, and you still have capable quarterbacks, but they don't have offensive lines. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Behind a terrible offensive line, I'm taking Ben. Well, I'm unquestionably, ben. if you didn't, you're you're on Coke. <laughs> Come on, Mike. 
Wait, we're not even going to talk about this. I'm shutting it down. I avoided I'm the Coke brand and went with Sprite instead. <laughs> I, I'm shutting that down right now. I'm shutting that shit down. I'm not going to I'm not gonna let you do that to me. No way. No fucking way. You're mad about last week. All right? I'm not going to let you do that to me. You no. fucking crazy. No, see, he's mentioned my words right there. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> he said they're capable. They are still capable to play at a high level. Ben is it's more than capable. two old-ass quarterbacks playing behind... A terrible offensive line. That's all. It's a comparison. My turn. Bro, you're crazy. All right, man. Let's, let's move on, man. <laughs> this shit is crazy. He's still here. mad about last week. That's what it is. I won last week. Dallas Cowboys. We're not even going into that. Dallas <laughs> Cowboys. All right. As Pops would say, Dak Prescott. <laughs> Papa Basillo. Dak Prescott. Can he stay healthy? Is something wrong with his shoulder? All right. Can the O-line stay healthy? They've been hurt. They're already missing Zach Martin and maybe even Lyle Collins for Thursday. We'll be talking about that shortly. Uh, brief preview, but still a preview, okay? Tyron Smith missing a lot of games recently. Um, the defense was fucking atrocious last year. They probably will be a bottom 10 unit again. But how bad will they be? Will they be capable enough to take this team to the playoffs? Is Mike McCarthy on the hot seat? And uh, we're talking about Zeke maybe rebounding. CD breakout. Amari Cooper staying healthy. Seems like health is a is a theme here. What do you guys think of the Cowboys? Uh, very talented, but I'm not worried about injury. I don't I don't go into seasons thinking you know this team's all you know pretty banged up. Yeah. Um, the talented as fuck. Let's call it what it is. I, I think Prescott has gonna is gonna have a top five fantasy uh, season this year. He's got three stud wide receivers. He's got an All Pro running back. Um, despite how anybody feels about him, he's still good as fuck. He's better than, you know, what, 80% of the league still. You're saying Zeke? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm absolutely. saying. So, like, the talent's there. It's just their defense. Can their defense rise to the occasion? If they can, then they're going to be in good shape because they'll be able to run the football and they can throw. And I, I, I think Dak is going to be fine. My thing is, I don't think their defense could be any worse than it was last year. Well, yeah, it was sure. like it was like a record. Yeah, historical. it was horrible. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be better than it bottom has five, to be. It has to be. But I still am leaning bottom ten. There's not enough there for me. So personally. my thing too with Dak, I think it's being overblown now with calling him injury prone. Like well, he had. Well, he had, well no, I, didn't, I, didn't I mean, going that. into this season, he's he's had some some injuries. It was scares. his ankle, and then it was his, and his shoulder. shoulder. But right. his shoulder only kept him out two weeks or three weeks. Oh, I'm worried so. about his shoulder. I'm really worried about his shoulder. I don't know. Right are you now. worried about that because you're an Eagles fan, or no. are you worried about that because? No, and you're not going to do that to me either. <laughs> I'm just Yo, asking. Don't make me walk out two episodes in a row. I said I was never going to do it. You're, watch out, Mike. You watch out. You watch out. I hope the camera caught that. I'm watching. You get that, Phil? Yeah. I'm watching you, Fokker. You're searching for ways to disrupt me this week. <laughs> Shit, that might be a title. <laughs> All right, bottom line, where do you guys got the Cowboys? <laughs> Fine. Listen, Let's go. Dak's shoulder, like, if he stays healthy, this offense is going to be elite. Period. But I'm really worried about the shoulder. I really am. The fact that he's not going to be 100% in that shoulder, in his throwing shoulder, definitely worries me. It worries me a lot. No questions about the talent. I mean, that offense could easily be a top-five offense this year. So, there it is. I mean, I'm not worried about the injury. It's all dependent on Dak's health to me. His health I mean, is the fine. defense, at least, if, they're, if they improve slightly 
on defense, and they put up a fuck ton of points. Could be interesting. But I want to remind everybody, they were 1-4 and four to open the year last year with that stud offense, with Dak at quarterback. I mean, they were not good in those first five games, and they were literally gift-wrapped a game by the Falcons, collapsing with a three-touchdown lead. Classic. Yeah, yeah I mean— They it, could have been 0-5 to start the year. But they also, had, they also had a new, a new head coach they had yeah. to, you know, get used to. It was a COVID year. It was a tough year, so— I don't know. I, 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 like last year was kind of weird in, in all in all uh, aspects. <laughs> like you Pops. need to smoke a gotti. That's real shit. <laughs> you, you do need to smoke a gotti. This bro. is talking about me or Pops. <laughs> There's two mics. Talk about you. Clarify that, Pops. <laughs> you need to like let loose a bit. You know, you shake it off, brother. Go in the air. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nothing better. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna tolerate fucking Homer talk. I am not. I will never tolerate. You that. need to smoke a gotti. Mike Mahomes needs to smoke a Gotti. Oh, okay. I got you, Pops. Yeah. Let me take care of that real quick. I'll be right back. I think we could forego the Giants and not even mention them. I mean, listen, I'm down on them. They're going to be ass. I'm down on them. I think Joe Judge is also on the hot seat. McCarthy's on the hot seat, by the way. He's getting fired if Dallas doesn't make the playoffs. I'll bet you on that. I probably agree with that. I'll give you that. I would say that. I, they should make the playoffs. He's not, he's not been a good coach for a number of years now. They're going to make the playoffs. But mm. I'm just saying, if they didn't, oh, 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 that would be a that, massive hold disappointment. That, hold that. Hold that. I know you love Dallas. Mm. All right? Anyway. Mm. Judge is on the hot seat, too, right? Yeah. Do you agree on that? <laughs> Joe Judge? Yeah. I, I, I know you yeah. like him. I love Joe Judge. You think he's I, on the hot seat? Do I think he's on the hot seat this year? Yeah. No. Why would he be? It's a New York football giant. They got to win more than five or six games, or he's on the hot seat. Or he might be gone, to be honest. If they, well, win, yeah, if the, they win three, four the games. The New York media is going to be on his ass. <laughs> this situation <laughs> kind of strikes me as like. He's, he's going to be on the fucking tabloids every this weekend. Team, if, they, yeah, if this team <laughs> sucks, I can see them blowing the whole thing up. Daniel Jones gone. Joe Judge gone. Well, I see uh, Daniel Jones going. I, I, I like Judge. He brings discipline. Like, I, I like him, man. I, I like his tenacity. I fucking love that guy. I don't give a fuck, man. I do. I fuck with him, yo. I, think I don't be care what none of you fucking say. I fuck with him, yo. Shout out Joe Judge. <laughs> Good for you. Hell yeah, yo. I'll pray for you tonight. I play for his ass. I play for him, dude. Straight up. I um, would. Do you guys think Daniel Jones is the franchise quarterback? Or you no. think he's shot after this year? He's done. Done. Me too. Bye-bye. He's done, <laughs> yeah, man. Peace out. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Actually, okay. I hope I hope he remains here for another five years. Personally. That ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. He'll be gone. All right. Uh, we already talked about Kenny Galladay, Evan Ingram. Nah, always hurt. I'm good. <laughs> they, got, good. they got Kyle Rudolph, who I expect to be playing more, honestly, at this point. Um, they got a lot that. of skill talent, though, this team. They do. They got Saquon, who's coming back. Um, they got Corey, Corey Clement, I almost just mentioned as, as talent. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. I'm like, eh. They got Devontae Booker and Corey Clement behind Saquon. So if something happens to Saquon, they're fucked. The usual. Okay. Regular. They got Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Kadarius Tony was their first rounder. Can't understand why they why they took him there given all their other needs. Um I mean, do you guys any see any more fantasy relevance there? You know it's funny? Like last year I loved Darius Slayton. He was my breakout. He's Daniel year. Jones' guy. I know. He could play. He's just boom or bust. And He's most of the time bust. it's bust. Yeah, exactly. But when he booms, he booms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Booming. Yo, but I will, I'm going to point out one thing about this team that I loved. He they might have the best bust. secondary in the division. 
I mean, they signed Logan Ryan and Adoree Jackson in addition to James Bradbury, and they already have uh, what's they, his name? They just wanted their money. The Real Peppers. <laughs> they just wanted oh, their bro. money. They got a great. They got a great uh, secondary. Oh, bro, this ain't 2016 anymore, bro. <laughs> like, Logan Ryan's a safety. I love that. He's good, but like, Logan's graded out really well the last few years, and I'm not defending him because he went to Eastern or anything. Fuck Eastern. Just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> he's Super Bowl champion. I do like I, I do like him, but like he's past his prime. I mean, let's call it. Corey he... Clements on the Cowboys, by the way. Huh? <laughs> Since when? I don't know, but he's right. I just googled it. Did he get cut? My brother said that, and I looked it up. Did he just get? Did he get five cut days ago? Five days so ago. So he must have not made the cut. That's how good the Giants are going to be. Damn! <laughs> what a fall from grace so from the Super Bowl hero. Let's move on now. Yeah, I think that's enough. That's enough. But their secondary is really good. <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. Logan Ryan was meant to play safety right now. Like, that's a good fit for him. <laughs> not even on the right team. Bro. Yo, that's crazy. That just happened the last few days then. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't See, know this is what happens when you, when you draft, like, your show four shows in advance, and Yo, boom, he's gone. Rob for that. Dude, I didn't Appreciate even know yeah, Thanks, that. Rob. Poor Clemens so, washed. That's, that's so what we know. funny, dude. All right, so fuck that. The Giants suck. <laughs> <laughs> Some people think that they're good. Carry the hell on. <laughs> Phil. Give me, give me something here. You know what to do. Do I? I think so. <laughs> Phil, Phil, check this out. <laughs> Phil. Oh. Yeah, this you're, is not you're not a homer, You're not a homer, though. The converted Dallas fan. Go ahead, do it. I ain't doing that, brother. <laughs> that was for you, Mike. You look like angels in the outfield. <laughs> we'll be talking about <laughs> eagles on this show. We had to get that sound effect. That was for you, Mike. I'm trying to reel you back in, man. You need some, some happiness with this team. So I hope they're good for your sake. We'll see. We got a lot of headlines with this team. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, is he a franchise QB? Sirianni, can he coach? Um, they got a lot of speed at wide receiver. I mean, the group might have improved. Devontae Smith is there. Quez Watkins is starting. You got the O-line was a major issue last year. Major. They were down to like four stringers on O-line. But when healthy, look out. All right. They got some depth there. They got a lot of defense upgrades. Sinus Steven Nelson, Anthony Harris, Eric Wilson. They drafted Milt Williams. Josh Sweat might be breaking out. Um, I mean, other than that, guys, like, give me your thoughts here. Give me your thoughts. <sighs> I don't know how to really judge them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough, this, right? This, this is the hardest team. Tough. This is the hardest team to judge because there's not much uh, film on Hertz. The wide receivers don't have much experience. And Nick Sirianni, we don't know anything about him. And their defense, it could be a little bit better uh, than last year. Um, I do like a couple, a couple of the signings. Uh, Anthony Harris. Uh, I'm sorry, Steven Nelson. Um, I, thought, I thought that was pretty big for him. But I was surprised that uh, Fulgham got waived and they kept uh, J.J., Arcega Whiteside. That was, yeah. that was a surprise to me because I thought you know Fulgham played really well last year. And nobody claimed Fulgham. I was just about to say, I was more surprised that he didn't even get picked up. 32 teams in this strange. league, and not one took a chance after. <laughs> it's strange. He's got, he's got you know, good game tape. So, that's, I don't understand. It says a lot it. to me. I mean, this is a guy who definitely has talent, but there's something to bat on the teams. Just, yeah, it's a consistency thing. Now we're a wide receiver factory. Oh, God. Uh, I, I wouldn't go that far. Yo, I heard like, the QB factory quote in that uh, Howie Presser the other day. He's he's just, he's an embarrassment, dude. Keep, keep that on the DL, please. We don't need to hear that. Although, I love the Minshew trade. That was a good trade. I mean, they essentially oh, yeah. Yeah, they essentially gave up Matt Pryor for Minshew because they traded him for uh, a sixth-round six. pick. They traded him in a seventh for a sixth. So, basically, the sixth you gave up for Minshew was Matt Pryor. Yeah. 
Matt fucked up Pryor, who who should have been cut last year or the year before that. So, I mean, oh, this is a good point by Pops. Pops says too many questions around the QB and head coach. But I see Steven Pasillo says Devontae Smith, top rookie in the NFL this year. I mean, there's this is such mean, a divisive was, team this year. He was my uh, offensive rookie of the year pick. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. I mean, I, I it, look, was. It, it might change, but I do like his potential too. And it, this team is going to go as Hurts takes them. Yeah. That's that, that. I mean, that's just really what it is. You know what I mean? Like, their division's definitely winnable. Um, they're going to be a tough team, man. But I, I, I just, I, I don't love them. I don't love them. No, I'm the same way. I don't really. I have them below 500. I just don't think they're like elite, elite anywhere. They're a big unknown as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I really, yo, like I don't know what to say. Like, what, like Nick Sirianni. Do I like the head I coaching know. hire? I don't know. I mean, anything yeah, about I'm just I I'm guessing from last year, right. but I really don't know. Yeah, I mean, we kind of we don't really know. We're kind of going off of what we hear. Um, he seems like he's a smart coach. It seems like the people around the NFL like him. The players seem to be responding well, which is great. And the players seem to be responding well to Jalen Hurts as a leader. Uh, he ab- absolutely works his ass off. He's been impressive in in preseason and uh, in practice. So. We're kind of just going off of what we're told here and what we may believe. It's kind of tough because, like I said, I mean, you guys know this. I, I thought we needed to keep Carson Wentz. I'm on <clears> record <throat> saying that. And I, I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. I actually liked him coming out of the draft. I said this in previous episodes. So it's tough. It's really tough. But I think that, like, they did make a number of upgrades. Like the Steven Nelson signing, uh, Anthony Harris, Eric Wilson, that trio of signings were big signings. Guys who may not have been known as much, but they're playing at a high level in this league. Anthony Harris could be a guy that leads the league in picks. I mean, Steven Nelson. (laughs) No shot. I just said could, Nick. (laughs) That don't mean I believe that shit. No shot, bro. That don't mean I believe The reason why the Steelers got rid of him, well, you're talking about, who are you talking about, Anthony Harris? Anthony Harris. Steven uh, okay. Nelson. Steven Nelson Steven is Nelson's who I was talking a good about. You number might be right. two corner. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony okay, Harris. Yeah. Steven Nelson struggles with, uh, with getting takeaways. Yeah. So, oh, okay. yeah. I got you. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Harris. Okay. Just to clarify, but like the yeah. defensive line, though, in position to be one of the best in the league, offensive line, same thing. This is a team, like, if they're healthy, they can dominate in the trenches. They really can. Like, if it weren't for Washington, they'd have the best D line in this, in this division, hands down. They, they're sack, sack artists. Sorry. Are you worried about their health? No, because I think that they address depth. Like, if they didn't have guys behind them that they could plug in and play, I'd be worried. But this offensive line, I don't see any reason to to not believe that they'd be top five. I don't. And Jordan Mailata really answered the biggest question mark last year. Like, do we have a franchise left tackle? I believe he is. He's an athletic specimen, and he actually proved he could play football. He's a good – he's going to get paid this year. So what's the difference between the Cowboys O-line being histor- historically hurt, but they don't the have the same aren't? depth. The depth is, is the depth is an issue. Absolutely. I mean, all right. I mean, you answered my question. I was just wondering because yeah. because you mentioned the the, yeah, uh, the health of the offensive line on the Cowboys. Oh, if so the I'm Eagles, thinking like, okay, well, I mean, same, it's thing, the same thing. It's, like, it's really the same. Like if they get hurt, though, yeah, it, it takes a team down that has a, a decent chance to make some noise. Yeah, that's about any team really. So. I'm seeing some comments here. Pops, Eagles secondary will be better than last year. I agree, Pops. Steven Pasilla, I'm worried about the defense. Not sure what to think. Don't really know. Well, I mean, look. I mean, Jonathan Gannon did a nice job with the Colts. 
So that's something to go off of, too. I think they're going to be a very aggressive defensive unit. So we'll see. It's a big question mark of a team. You're really going off of the roster and your belief <coughs> in Jalen Hurst slash Sirianni. So I think that at this point, we have to make our division picks. <sighs> Exhale. I mean, it's, it's tough, man. It's a really tough division. So I think that I want Nick to go first here. I want you to go first, bro. No. No, You're going first. No, I want you to I go first. I always go last. I pass off to you guys always. <laughs> I'll start I it off. I'll start it off. The Cowboys are winning the division with a record of 11-6. and six. Okay. I've been consistent since episode, I don't know, two. You did. I mean, when you I was did saying say that. that. They consistent have an, energy? Yeah, consistent energy. <laughs> they have an elite offense. I think Zeke is going to have a big year uh, bouncing back from last year. I don't think he went anywhere. And he shed like 20 pounds and cut out negativity. <laughs> Dak Prescott, is he's fine. He he is fine. He's not For injury now. prone. No, he's not injury prone. I didn't say he's injury prone. His his shoulders are concerned though. It's already acknowledged right. that he will not be at 100 percent in his shoulder all season. Adam Schefter reported that. I'm gonna trust. He's him, capping, but <laughs> he'll be fine. Uh, Dallas is winning that division, 11 and six. So you're just going offensive wow. talent, and that's. And I think their defense, like I, like the I said, 10 minutes ago. Just yeah, they can't like they can't get worse. Than I mean, right. it's a recipe. If you score points, you win games. If they were the third worst defense in the league last year, and they're the seventh worst defense in the league this year, they got better. Pops, Pops says, yeah. "What, Mike? You're fucking nuts." The Godfarf. <laughs> Godfarf, don't like your pick. All right, Nick, go ahead. So. Oh, and we have the easiest schedule. I definitely we. Exactly. Huh? So Dallas? The Dallas schedule, is the easiest schedule. The schedule out of all the teams Wait, really? that have the easiest schedule sure? in the mm -hmm. NFC East. Yes. Alright, I'm a bottom line. Uh, I might it. need to double check that real quick. I'm a bottom line it. Washington is my pick. And here's why. Their defense is legitimately top five. I don't care about the projections. They're gonna be a top five defense. I think Fitzpatrick is gonna have a decent year. And I think it's going to be better than what they had last year. They have the weapons. They got Terry McLaurin. They got Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, Dynami Brown, or whatever his name is, uh, Antonio Gibson. They are loaded, this team. This team's loaded. I don't, I, I don't see how they don't win the division. However, their schedule is very fucking hard. They have the hardest out of all the teams. Why? Because they won division last year. So I still have them. I think it's going to take 10 games to win this to, to win this uh, division. So I got them going 10 and 7 and owning the tiebreaker against the Cowboys because I think they're going to beat them <clears> twice. I mean, I'll agree with you. I think that the winner of the division is going to win 10 games. 10 games. Yeah. 10 and 7. But who is the question? Washington. And, I just told you. And <laughs> Thank you. Dallas, <laughs> I, mean, I told you. I mean, so you're Fuck thinking, you hey, defense, we'll defense win the division. Mike's yeah. thinking, oh, offense. Um, Mike, the Eagles have an easier schedule than Dallas, but they both have easy schedules. Uh, opponent winning percentage for the Eagles based on last year was 430. Eagle, uh, Cowboys 452, but they're both like two of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Okay. So important point. Important point. Like that that could very well determine the whole division. Um, I'm going with the Eagles. <laughs> you can listen. Keep your homework comments shit, to yourself. This shit is so regular, dog. No. <laughs> it is. It's so regular. No. It's patterns, bro. No. Go ahead. This Go has ahead. everything to do with I think that they have the most balanced roster in the division. They have a nice little bit of everything. They also are the best overall, like, trenches combined. Offensive line and defensive line combined, they are the best in the division. They have the best offensive line in the division. They have the second best defensive line in the division to, to Washington, but it's still <laughs> one of the top ten units in the league. So Louder. They win in the trenches. 
I'm going to have to go with my gut here. I really do. Th and listen, this is great. You need to do a cleanse. No, Here's the thing. Here's I gotta the thing. Share, no, 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 no. I got to share something with you real quick. And Mike, <laughs> I, I want you to listen to this. I'm listening. Because, listen, Tony Romo, cowboy lifer. All right? Tony Romo, I, I wish he didn't do this because he stole my thunder a little bit. Tony Romo says the Eagles are going to be one of the surprise teams this season, and they're going to go 10-7 and seven or 11-6. and six. That was words from Tony Romo just a few days ago. I think he knows a lot more about football than all three of us combined. Well, they stopped Small testing guy. for marijuana on CBS, I, 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 I guess, because there's no way in the world that team is winning 11 games. I don't think they're winning 11 either. I said the they're division, not winning 10. The division winner is going to win 10. I mean, you're asking them to play slightly over 500 ball. So, really, it's coming down to this. Do I think that Jalen Hurts can be a solid game manager? I think he'll be slightly above that. I think he's going to be an above-average quarterback. There's going to be games where he's got a lot of pains. Um, Dallas has the best chance of being the best offense in the division, and Washington's got the clear best defense. But the Eagles are the most balanced team, so I'm going with the Eagles. And, the and I, Eagles? Don't think, I don't think any <laughs> other team – I think, listen, with the NFC East, there's no other playoff teams besides the division winner in this division. They Can we agree on that? They There's got a no hard-ass schedule. Who, so, the Eagles? They got the yeah. second-easiest schedule in the league. Bro, they got the Falcons, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Panthers, and the Bucks. I mean, listen. That's fucking loaded. There's, there's some Don't tough games. Don't look at me, motherfucker. I think he shot, too. <laughs> there's some tough games on the schedule. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't know, man. So my question is, though, you, so you think that they're, as a whole, better than... They are the most balanced roster in the division. I don't even think that's a question, really. They have the most of everything. So you think their offense is better than, than the uh, I just said the, Dallas the Washington's? Has a, no. What? Washington's offense? Yeah, I you do. Really? I do. What? The Eagles have the best offensive line in the division. They're going to be able to easily run the football. Let's hope they hand it off, though. I don't know if they're going to. This is another thing where, like, I'm blindly the trusting... The only position that I'm you... I'm blindly trusting Nick Sirianni here. The only argument you can make is that the quarterback is maybe better and we don't even know that the wide receiving is better in washington the running back is better in washington is i guess i mean you can maybe i argue mean the that. running back i would he say miles sanders is a better player but he's not going to get the same opportunity this isn't fantasy i'm talking about reality here brother <laughs> i mean that's it this ain't fantasy dude there is no way the washington has better receivers yes but that's also a question mark. And it's is, like, listen, is Hurt I'm better blindly, than Fitzmagic? I'm blindly trusting that Devontae Smith's a real deal. And is Hurt's better than Fitzmagic? Well, I think it's, I mean, listen, like I said, I didn't say he's going to be an elite quarterback. I think he might be an elite fantasy option, but I think he'll be an above average quarterback. I'm trusting what I've seen so far. I think that he'll grow in some areas, but I think he's going to have a lot of bad games too. Like I said, slightly over 500. 10 and 7 isn't, isn't like, hey, you had a fucking amazing season. You did just enough to win the NFC least. That's it. I mean, I just think that the roster's the most balanced. That's it. If I go by skill position players, though, I think Washington has a better running back. They have a they better don't. wide receivers. What? Miles Sanders is a better talent than Antonio Gibson. But he don't you're get a the known, ball. You're a known Miles Sanders hater. I don't like Miles Sanders. Exactly. Because he doesn't yeah, get so the what? ball. But Miles Sanders is a better player. I don't they're, see they're that. They're very close, though. They're very close. Like, it's something like that's, that's like a toss-up right there. Wide receiver, Washington's better. Okay. okay so then you Tight end, Eagles are better. <clears throat> then you have a toss-up at running back, toss-up at quarterback. Potentially, yes. I like the upside, though. I really do. I, I think that it comes down to, like I said. I would take Gibson over Miles. Games? No cap. That's so okay. That's okay, but listen, that's like at least something that can be argued. Yeah. It, it comes down to the trenches. That's what it is for me. They got the most balanced roster. They might have, 
I mean, the Giants might have the best secondary in the division, but the Eagles are probably a close second in secondary. Dallas's defense is horrible. I like their linebackers, though. I mean, look, it shouldn't it shouldn't come as such a surprise. Well, you're wearing an Eagles shirt. So it's I knew that. So how are you gonna, listen, how are you not going to support your team when we're talking about NFC East? Well, I'm I use rationale. Listen, listen, I'm using my rationale for my pick. No, that's irrationale. How did I not make a case here? How did I not make a case? Tony Romo said he's a lot smarter than all three of us in football. Dude, he is. Rookie head coach, essentially a rookie quarterback. Like I said, it's a blind trust, but are you going to really trust Mike McCarthy, who's been fucking ass for years? He I at least trust won a Super Bowl. I'm just he went trying to, Super to say, like, there, there's a lot of question marks at all four teams. This division is full of question marks. Anyone but, can win this division. But Washington has the best head coach. Maybe. Who's better? Right now, he's gonna he's got to be the best coach in the division. Facts. There you go. Thank you. So that could matter. <laughs> yeah. It could matter. Like I, I said, I it's think a toss it will. up. I think it will, man. Like yo. the winner of the division is winning ten games. I I did oh, not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for sure. Washington. There's, there's no emphatic belief here, like that any one team is the best in the division for me. I think they're all very close. It's just the homer kicked in, and no. we had to go birds. Listen, I know, I know, you're trying to get that clickbait shit right there. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going by the town on the roster. I really am. The Eagles, I mean, prior to last year's dysfunction, it was just straight-up dysfunction. They were the best team in this division. I mean, if we're going by health, though, and health doesn't matter right now, I can make a case that they're the worst wide receiving core in the, in the NFC East. Why? Uh, I, I would definitely I would like, agree with you. Wait, yeah. but, but <laughs> due to health, you said? No, no, I'm saying if we're Correct just saying health doesn't matter. But if you look at the depth chart, our depth chart of wide receivers oh, yeah. is the I, worst I'm not in the arguing NFC that East. either, but I'm just saying they'll be good enough. That's all. Because when when you're talking receiving group, you have to include the tight ends. Yeah, but I mean, you have to you have we have They're to take into account lot. though. We have to take into account that with Jalen Hurts, he could really be Daniel Jones. He could be trash. He could. It really could happen. I I, I listen, mean, I hope that's not in true. My, in my breakdown, I said the same thing. I think that he'll be just above average. And you think that? Listen, that, I will tell you this. Too. So, what do you think the division listen, record is? If even if they win the division, I'll tell you this. Unless Jalen Hurts is like a fucking major breakout. I believe the Eagles will be searching for a quarterback, even if they win a division. What? Yeah. yeah no. See, I don't get, I'm not I, there. I, I'm, I not, I'm, not, I'm not on that way. Well, we got not? Gardner They Minshew. already are doing it. We got They've Minshew. been doing it all offseason. We got Gardner. <laughs> Minshew Manius in Philly. <laughs> There's nothing. I mean, listen, it, it's cut and dry to me. It's just like they're all question marks. I'm going with the best roster overall. I don't know if they have the best roster, though, Mike. How not? I love Washington's roster. Well, that's good. They're I mean, Super Bowl ready, man. They could be. If the offensive line's good, they could. So, wait. If that's their only question mark. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the question mark. Potentially. And if, I like him. If his line can block for him, look out. I I'm like him. I'm telling you. I'm with you on that. That, that defense is very stout. If they could put up 24 that points, they are going to That defense could be, be the best in the be, league. That's how that's good they point. are. And so, I agree with your points. I don't disagree with any of your guys' points. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. I mean, of course. I know you're just picking on me here because I, I went with the Eagles. Well, of course. I'm not the only person who's going to do it. But I knew you weren't going to like pick anybody else. You're wearing an Eagles Bro, shirt. Bro, I wear I mean, Eagles shit on. all the yeah. time. It's I know, like half still. my fucking dresser. That's what I'm saying. It's a homer I know, mentality. Like, my thing is, when you work there. No, but my thing is. This like, is shit I wore fucking. I got this 10 years ago. You're not going to wear an Eagles shirt and then pick Washington. That don't Bro, even I, make any I sense. I might have worn one last week. I don't even know. <laughs> Come on, bro. It's plenty. I've been, I've been, listen. Premeditated. Everybody here knows I've been trashing. The, I've had plenty of points where I've been trashing them all offseason. I have. I've been very critical of this team.
I'm just saying the facts. But they have Our the best roster in the NFC East. They might. <laughs> you fucking shot out, dog. Listen, okay. <laughs> I made my case. I stand by it. I love you, dude. <laughs> and that carried on way longer than it should have, by the way. Oh, uh, good. Carry on. So I think what we need to do here is we need to get the Thursday Night Football. Phil, give me a little something here, all right? I oh, a little Monday Night theme. You guys are really coming after me. Now watch, Mike's going to pick <laughs> Dallas to win this game. We're just going to briefly break down this game. We're not going in depth because we have nothing to go by other than last year, which, if you go by last year, the Bucs are the Super Bowl champs. So they're at home. Um, what are you guys thinking for this game? And I'll give you the spread in a second too. But what are you guys thinking? Let me hear it. This game smells upset oh no nick it really does and i'm gonna be honest with you i think the bucks were riding high on the super bowl shit on the off season i think they had a lot of fun however i don't know if brady will allow them to relax going de into <laughs> right you let it sound deflated saying this <laughs> I, I because i i'm telling you this game was weird when i look at this game it's like the cowboys and the bucks why the fuck did they choose the cowboys to play against the bucks on opening night America's team. You think it's conspiracy? It could be. But why the <laughs> fuck would they choose the Cowboys? The Cowboys were never relevant the last, like, 20 that years. That corny-ass team. And now they're going to play against the Bucks. But, yeah, well, why? Viewership, right? Like, it, it, it almost feels like, to me, that Dallas is going to pull up a weird upset. And then after that, it's game over for your ass over there. <laughs> Yo, Yo, Tampa Bay's going to light it up. Bro. The line is Tampa minus eight. I, I, I'll tell you what. Give me the Cowboys plus eight. So you like that bet, but is that are the Cowboys going to be your pick for the game, or do you want to wait a few minutes till we all get a chance to speak? Let, yeah, let's. Uh, but you you like the spread? I like. For I, the okay, I, I'll take Dallas plus eight all day. Me too. I got Dallas with the points, but the Bucks win that game. So I mean, I'm kind of. I don't know if I want to bet on this game. Take for your the I mean, out of your ass, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> That's your father speaking to you. Here you go, David Pasillo. Dallas gets blown out. Uh, I hope they're right, but it's, it's just like when I look at this game, I'm like, something is weird about this game. Yo, we got hard knocks. The, can I use some of the logic that you've been using like all offseason with the Bucks? I think they're gonna come out firing on all cylinders. I really do. So I, I think, think they're coming like out, and I think they're gonna fucking wipe the floors with them at home. I think it's gonna be much closer than TV. people think. I do. I think it's gonna be closer than people think. Honestly, I do. Dallas might put up some points in garbage time. I, I like I like Dallas plus eight. I, I really do. I, I think I, they're going to be. I can see be that being fair. Like they'll cover on the back end or something. I think the Bucks are going to be leading by two scores the whole game. Really? Yeah, I do. I, I think they're going to punch them in the mouth. Now is that the Eagles fan talking or? Bro, now this is so so. Listen, now you're gonna do this all season. Let me tell you something. I, don't know. Right? I, I just figured this Let out. Let me silence your ass right now. Okay. Let me. <laughs> You guys sit here and silence your ass right now. It's fucking crazy. Hey, I'm listen. <laughs> he had enough. I, I really am. I'm not going to tolerate that shit. Not even, not even week one. All right. We're sitting here. Listen, I've been listening to you two oh. fucking milking Tampa's balls for weeks. Oh and I've been right there with you for it's the most week, part. Bam, it's week one. I'm I allowed know. to pick an upset. Yo, I, I actually like I like the bet. I feel like something is I, brewing. That's all I can say. I know, but I'm going to say like, weird to me. I'm going to hear it like your stomach. It's weird to me. This game like, is weird, Tampa's man. Tampa's going to come out on fire this year. And I'm right there with you. So I'm going to pick them to fucking wipe the floors. That's an inferior team they're facing. 
They're inferior. They really are. I Tampa's going right. to be fucking wiping the floors with them. It wouldn't shock me if that happened. I'm just not making that I'm being honest with you guys. I'm not Watch the bet. fuck out. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being dead and ass I'm, serious. And guess what? I'm going to use this too. I, there's no way Tom Brady's letting them lose that game opening the season. No, no way. fucking way no on way, national bro. TV. Come they're on. opening the season. He's also finished 0-1 before, and then he's went on the run and won the Super Bowl. So he's, this has happened before. Either. This is also this has happened. This is also Dak's first game in a minute. So there's going to be some rust there too. I, yeah, I think he's going to throw a couple picks actually, in this game. His teammates could actually play harder for him because of that. I, I, I think, think Dallas is going to be ready to play, man. Don't sleep on them. I'm taking them plus eight, and they actually might win the game. I think it's a bad matchup for them to start the season. I really do. I really do. This is about the Bucs now. This is about the Bucs being a fucking powerhouse. All right? That's why I said I'm going to silence your ass. I am. I'm if not I silenced. To, if, I I to, just, if I had to do feel. that with you every week, Mike, I'm going to. <laughs> I was reading. That's the only crazy. reason I'm silent. I was only just reading. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, because my blood pressure is a little high tonight, I feel like. Um, I'm going box. I'm gonna okay. So look, I'm not betting on this game, but I'm going like if I bet on it, I'm going money line. I'm gonna bet Bucks money line probably. Um, if I was to bet the spread, I will take the Bucks spread too. I do really think they're gonna win by two scores, but I can I can totally see from Nick's standpoint like. Cowboys throwing a couple touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Maybe Brady's on the bench by then. Because it's and one of those cover. games that's a weird seen, game. It's one of those games where it's like everybody's picking the Bucs. Yes. It does, it, it's like they're not even giving the Cowboys a chance. <laughs> when it seems too obvious, it always goes the other way, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, and you got, listen, this is a great comment right here. I believe this might be from my mother. Let me see. Yeah, DP, that's got to be done. All right. Dak may not make it past week one. 2 0 Lyman out this week. I said this earlier, okay? Has not even played since week five of last year, which Mike just said. Listen, they're missing Zach Martin and possibly Lyle Collins. The right side of the line is going to be attacked. Listen, the reason, <laughs> and this is also another reason why I think the Cowboys are going to be close. You see the comments? Everybody's favoring Tampa Bay. That's scary doesn't to me. That, doesn't That's that scary like, to me. That scares me. As it all a, goes as one a way, yes. the other. You fade the public. Yeah. I mean, spread-wise, spread I could see that. But like I said, I mean... Fade. Yeah, how are they not going to terrorize the right side of that line? How are they not going to, is my opinion. Because I just said fade. to you, Dallas's depth behind their starting line is not good. I'm fading That right public, side bro. of the line is going to get thrashed. And they never replaced Travis Frederick either. Martin being out is what moved that line from six and a half to eight. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Robert Pauls. He's what not What are you shot. guys thinking? I, I mean, I see uh, Pop Pasillo says they're they're covering. He's Let's a homer, see. too. David He's a homer, Pasillo. too. You guys can relate. Oh, man. That was the last one for the Yo, show. We're I'm going to save it all for Thursday. We're going to be terrorizing you when they start off one and four again. Who? Dallas. I didn't go through the schedule yet, though. Be careful. I mean, the Eagles might start off one and four. It's possible, too. And guess what? I'll eat my words if they do. <laughs> I already said this division is a wide-open division. Nobody here is going to suffer if... If someone overtakes one of our picks, I'm not going to be surprised. It can Wide go open. anyway. There's no clear-cut winner. There's got there's some analysts picking the Giants, and I'm that one has me scratching my head. But there are people that think the Giants are the best team in the division. It's wide open. You know, that's all I was trying to say. Let me see. Dallas sucks. I don't know where the fuck <laughs> they're getting their analytics from. <laughs> they sure. got the Giants winning. I mean, so yeah, that that's our preview, I guess, right? Any standouts from the game? What do you guys think? Like, any 
Uh, I'm interested in seeing uh, Zeke's production. You know, like you said. The, I want to see that, too. Yeah, I want to see how he comes out. Yeah, the two offensive line being hurt. Um, so I just want to see how, how he fits in that, you know, in that mold. And I do want to see how Tampa's secondary does against the Dallas wide receivers. Because mm-hmm. that is a mismatch. Dallas wins that matchup right there. Oh, yeah. But will they have enough time to get him the ball? Really? We'll see. Tampa's going to be guns blazing right there, attacking that right side of the line. It's going to be closer than people think. We be shall careful. see. So so we got – you have Dallas winning the game? I got Dallas covering, and I have Dallas actually winning. Yeah. Wow. I don't give a fuck. I'll sit <laughs> on this island. I don't care. I, I hope is, I'm wrong because I love Brady. But like, are you doing this so, as like a thing to motivate Tom Brady? Like, I am not doing. Is it like, no. It's like a psychology thing. Like I, you know, Brady I'll be is honest, like listening to you. I'll be honest with you. I thought about this two, three weeks ago. Wow. I, I, I looked at think, I looked at this game and I said something is weird about this game. Like I, I feel Dallas like the season's going to gonna start it. off with a bang. I do. I, I I believe that shit. I hope I'm wrong because I love Brady and I want him to succeed. So. Yo, I could see him bless you. lighten this secondary Thank up you. with three touchdowns to open the year. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I hope you're right. But Tom Brady might be winning people this games game, week this, one. This fantasy. game scares me, like as a as a Brady fan. It's just a weird, weird game. Like I can't I don't I have no idea. I'm just going off my gut. All right. That's I mean, it. I'll take it for what it's worth. You should. I will. Yeah. Because I respect you. I'm, yeah. I'm getting a lot of disrespect thrown my way. No, no, no. I look. Right? I like. The, I love the Cowboys plus eight more than I actually like them winning the game. But like, yeah, I, I, I would. I would take them now, right? Fair enough. Hey, they're going to lose some games this season. They're not going undefeated. So right now. All right. Well, I guess uh, we're gonna. We're actually going to save. I want you to give me a sports card announcement. Announcement, Nick. Jeez, can't speak. Um, give me that. I think we're actually going to, in the interest of time, save. Our sports cars special for Thursday because yeah. these are ones that you guys really like. We need to, we need to really give them the time of day. These are some really good ones. Yeah, really good. Yeah. So, so Nick, go ahead. So there's a Valley Forge uh, Casino <laughs> Resort card show on September 24th through the 26th. Uh, you can get your tickets online. I believe they're about ten dollars each uh, for a day out of the out of one of the three days. Um, or you can go all weekend for $25 a ticket as well. Uh, P and I will be there probably a Saturday or Sunday. We will update you guys, uh, as the show gets closer. Um, and that's pretty much it. All right, Phil quick hitters. You know what to do. Pulls up three pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good. Wins the game at the buzzer. <laughs> you never heard that after Ben Simmons took a shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect way to go into it, Mike. Thank you. Ben Simmons, man. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but we have to give this some notice. Ben telling the Sixers brass that he no longer wants to be a Sixer and he may not report to training camp. This is last week's news, but we just did not have the chance to mention it. It was it was later in the week, right? So, And then there's a Western executive saying he wants to play on any of the three California teams. And I guess secondly, I'll point out that Joel Embiid, once his name was thrown into this this thing, uh, I forget what it was. Somebody was uh, – what, what brought him in? It was, I forget right now. Uh, they said – So heated about the fucking NFC East. <laughs> now my memory's shot. They're just basically saying that he doesn't want to play with Ben Simmons. Oh, you know I what? Think it's I remember now. It was like the – it was like, oh, they said the Simmons-Embiid rift is escalating. Yeah. And Embiid had to clear his name, and Embiid went out and actually – supported Ben went out on a limb to support Ben but also he made some interesting comments at the end it was a backhanded support he made an interesting I, comment at the yeah. end 
He really did. So, like, what what are you guys feeling about this? Like, I say Ben Simmons is a hand job, and they should not play him. <laughs> they should sit him. They don't even try to trade him no more. He's going to forfeit all his game checks, put him on the bench, and don't and don't play him. Let him forfeit all his money. <laughs> I, really, doing, I don't think he's going to do that, honestly. He said, Him and Rich Paul said that they're prepared to start losing money. Okay. So, so that's fine. Start losing money. Sit down, sit down on the bench. I'm just going to sit my water then. Yep. Ooh, sit down shit. on the bench and just watch it. I'm I'm with him on that too. Uh, so, you know, let him sit down and then just trade him to somebody you know and let him ride over there. Now, real fast, Vin the I insider. I would say I would say put him. I'm going after uh, Dane, so I'm putting his ass in Portland and, and and just let him go. Like I'm I'm in the same boat. Like, they have to listen. I'd rather listen. I'm not I'm not giving him up. Still, no matter what, if he wants to sit his ass out, I'm not giving him up unless the right deal comes along. Because this is the future of the 76ers that we're talking about, and I'm not gonna just accept pennies on the dollars because he just said, "Oh, I'm not gonna show up for a few games and whatnot." I'm not going for that. Shit. Okay, so what do I'm you not. do if you're the Sixers if he's if he's coming in the season, he's not playing, and all we have is Embiid and Harris? I think he's only gonna be able to hold out for so long before those dollar signs start smacking him in the ears. Maybe. I really do. He There's might no actually way. sit out. He don't care. Like, this is a guy who lives a pretty lavish life, I would say, right? Yeah, but... They're, I, they're not ready to lose that much money. He's made a lot they of money lose, already, though. They might lose, like, a million and a half, right? They said, like, 1.3 mil if he skips training camp. They're not going to continue into the season too long. Like, maybe... I, I can't see it lasting more than 10 games before he returns. I really can't. And, and at that way, point, I would put him on the bench. I would, too. I mean, I'm sending a message. Back How can he, his, value, his value will probably go up. Who knows? You can't yeah. see him do yeah. fuck. You can't see him do fuck yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> can't see him do fuck shit. Yeah, like pass up dunks and shit like that. That is real fuck. Or shit. shoot free throws. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Embiid's comments motivate him a little bit now. I, I no. mean, I don't know. No, I, I don't. We keep seeing the videos come out. We're like, damn, like the jumper looks great. Just shoot it in the game. Nah, I'm not buying it, man. I told you guys. Shoot it in the game. He's playing against move. nine to five guys that are as tall as me. No, of course, he, he's gonna make those that jumpers. That one NBA run, you saw that. They had everybody in that NBA run. They had everybody. Yeah, Jamal Crawford, Jameer Nelson, no. Adam Sandler. No, yeah. they had guys like, <laughs> I like, Adam Sandler over Ben Simmons. No. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about old Adam. He was pooping, bro. <laughs> it was the one with like, a, it had De'Aaron Fox in it. I mean, they had a number of star players. I and mean, this is a couple weeks back because there's been so many videos since that I don't remember the fucking players in it. But anyway, that's the Sixers. All right. Philadelphia Flyers, another fucking move. Like, we're sitting here dumbfounded at this point. How they keep spending this money. Joel Faraby, six-year, $30 million extension. He was in RFA next year. 20 goals for the Flyers last season. Good move, right, guys? I think so. Yeah, no-brainer. I mean, core piece of the future. Yep. So how do they have this money? I don't know. Stay I don't tuned know. on a move. We'll see. Um, <laughs> they better sell some more cheesesteaks at the wanna, stadium. I kind of want to hold the top 100 thing one more time. You know, I kind of do. Hold it. Might be the way to open Thursday's show. Yes. Yeah, hold Might that. Might be a way that, to open That's going to be a minute. We're holding on there. We've been holding on that one. Stay tuned for NFL Top 100. <laughs> one thing to motivate Look Brady the eyes, before Junior. the game. <laughs> Since we start at 8, we'll be talking before the game. We're going to motivate him. How about that? All right? Save that. Vikings, they make a trade for the Jets tight end, Chris Herndon, who was seen to have some upside. Obviously, I would say that's a bad sign for Irv Smith. He's likely out for the year. So, fantasy spin, do you guys see Chris Herndon maybe being a, a possible, I don't know, top 15 tight end option? That's no. A, uh, no? <laughs> Straight up, no. He can't you stay had, healthy. Yeah, you had enough with that whole Chris he Herndon hype train. He can't stay healthy. He cannot stay healthy. I, I mean, I'm I had not. enough of that, too. I'm cool on him. But he does have talent. I just, I don't think he'll stay healthy. No. Either. Mike, same no, boat. I, I don't really have nothing to say. I have no interest in him. Yeah. 
He was a Jet. We shouldn't speak about him. Um, other than that, I mean, we got some pop list players we're going to mention real quick. Um, New Orleans. They put Michael Thomas on the pop list as expected. All right. He's going to miss the first six games of the season. You got David Bakhtiari, pop list for the Packers. That was something I mentioned when we had the Packer preview. Packers all pro left tackle. All right. We have Stephon Gilmore, possible trade candidate of the Patriots, pop list, missing six games of the season. That's a supposedly good defense. We'll see. Okay. That's a big loss. These are really big losses for yeah, each of the respective teams. That's a, that's a teams. really big loss. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, in New Orleans, too. They're, they're not even playing at home. New Orleans, I mean, prayers up for New Orleans. Yeah, absolutely. Another man. hurricane. Devastating, uh, man. So they're playing their first game in Jacksonville against the Packers. What a shame because they, I mean, that's a big-time home, home field advantage they would have loved to have against the Pack. Um, couple shout-outs, though. Robbie Ray, this is something that was fascinating to me. No one even knows who the guy is, unless you're in baseball circles. He set the MLB record for most Ks in his first 1,000 innings with 1,241 Ks, the Blue Jays starter. Okay, that was fucking nuts, right, guys? Yeah. And then lastly, this is how we're going to close the show. Cristiano Ronaldo, we did not mention this previously. Just an unbelievable, another crazy transfer. The two best players of all time, uh, arguably, with... Messi and Ronaldo transferring in the same offseason. He goes back to where he started in Manchester United. He's debuting September 11th. That's this week, guys. He's going to be playing this week. I only want to point this out, though, obviously for the greatness, but, and this is Nick's goat, right? I want to point this out, though, for social media purpose. Guys, the announcement of him coming back, like, there's so much hype going on here. I want to mention this. There's so much hype because his return to Man U are the most liked posts on Twitter and Instagram ever by a sports team in 24 hours. Instagram, 12.4 million likes and 1.9 million Twitter likes. Like, crazy buzz here. And he's still, like, playing high-level ball. I can't believe he went back home. He was possibly joining Man City. So it's fucking crazy. I mean, I can't wait to see how it goes. Home is where the heart is. I can't wait to see it, man. <laughs> so we're giving, we're giving... It is. We gave some love to... Home to, is where the heart is. It's not. The heart wants what the heart wants. Exactly. Preach it. It is what it is, I guess. But, yo, <laughs> give us some love to soccer, baseball, and hockey real quick at the end of the show. Uh, guys, that's that's it for tonight, though. We had to push a couple things off for good reason. Okay? Yeah. Stay tuned for sports cards. I mean, it was worthy of pushing off. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we, had, we had to tease them a little bit because these are good ones. They're not okay? very good. And then we got the top 100 thing to maybe open the show. I don't know. Right before the game starts. And then we're going to start to preview uh, week one a little bit next show. Yep. And we're going through our playoff brackets. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's winning the awards? We're doing all that next show. Show dynamic changes a little bit after that. Get hyped, guys. The NFL's here. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Thursday night. We got... Fucking three more days. Let's fucking three go. More days. <laughs> Say I'm night. hyped. I'm hyped. It's crazy. It's I'm here. Hyped. I can't wait. There's no more football this Sunday. I can't believe it's here. Until fucking late February. It's here, guys. It's crazy. We made it. So that's our show. Reminder, live stream Thursday night, 8 p.m. Be here with us before the TNF game, before the Cowboys get their asses kicked on national TV. Cat. Yeah. And Nick, I'm going to hand it off to you now. It's time. It's time. Go ahead, Nick. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. 
Also, give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we'll see you guys Thursday night at P&I.